Hey guys, it's James. Samuel. <laughs> and uh, we're back for another um, inconvenient and unfortunate bullshit long distance episode of Down the Rabbit Hole. I am in Atlanta right now, a couple hundred miles away from Samuel. So still training, still doing this thing. But damn it, we are we are on the ball. We are doing this fucking episode. God damn it. I'm telling you guys, it's just going to be perpetual training from here on out. This is his life now. Yes, this is my life, Neil. Not that, not that you guys can even really tell the difference, um, aside from the episode being fucking stupid. Okay, it is, it is so a little choppy, but we're making it. Yeah, yeah. So we are wrapping up the monthly series this week, uh, finishing up um, resistance and so on. Yeah, we are going so we're to- doing basically a little recap over. Like overgoing all of the little episodes we did. Yeah, well, recap plus new content and such little things. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this this week we discussed, or rather, this month week. <laughs> this <laughs> month, this month we discussed uh, all kinds of different means of resistance, and we're going to get to talking about how they all interact together. So, uh, first one we talked about was taxation. And it being theft and bullshit and, and, and bad. Taxation is bad. Are you sure? that That's how they build the roads. Fuck your roads. Without, without taxation, where's my roads? Fuck your roads, I can fly. <laughs> Just watch me What's jump that? off this building. So, yeah, so the, it basically uh, starts with taxation and... That is like the the beginning of resistance is being able to remove yourself from the tax system. I mean, that's how the last revolution started in America was uh, resisting taxes and then bloodshed because it's fun. Well, but, and the um, great part about the revolution is the rebels didn't even start the bloodshed. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, the redcoats or the cops in layman's terms. Yes. Yeah. The damn British pigs uh, did not like people not paying taxes, and they initiated violence against them. So that's where the violent resistance part comes in. It doesn't have to be a violent revolution, but violence is going to come. Be ready for it. Um, yeah. In, in all the things that we talked about, violent resistance is kind of implied. You want to stop paying taxes? Expect them to meet you with violence if you want to... If you want to participate well, in hmm? is like the government has the monopoly on violence, so that's how they're gonna to respond to when people, you know, don't do what they want them to. It's not gonna be peaceful, it's not gonna be negotiation, it's gonna be violence. And it comes to a point either you can comply, which there's no guarantee for your safety in doing that, or yeah. you can fight back and defend yourself. And that's what it is, oh, is seen... defense self defense. We've seen articles in Anja. There was one in particular. Um, I cannot remember where the guy was. Once it was Detroit or Chicago, uh, one of those police crime ridden places. Uh, dude was literally complying with everything they told him to do. He he put his hands behind his back. He got on the ground. They told him to get his gun out of his uh, out of. I think he had a holster on his side or something. But they told him to take it out and get rid of it. He reached to take it out and get rid of it. And they shot him because he was reaching for his gun. Like, you literally told him to do that. Yep. And so, that's the kind of shit that they pull. 
Like they they compliance. do that so that they can kill you. Yeah, compliance is irrelevant. the The police are your enemy. Do not comply. If you think, if you think because they smile and have a wife and kids and shit that they're not only human but your friend, you are gravely mistaken. And there's 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 no uh, underestimating gravely. You you are definitely gravely mistaken. You will you will be dead. That's it. Yeah. Quite <laughs> they are not your friend. Gravely. They they are not your friend. They will kill you. Friends don't kill friends. Exactly. There's, there's nothing friendly about friendly fire. <laughs> <laughs> Very unfriendly fire. But, Aggressive fire. So removing yourself from the tax system is like kind of the first step into, you know, pulling out and resisting what is going on. It's basically, you know, pushing against it. And yes. from from skipping out on taxation or in like avoiding it in whatever way you can, that leads you straight into agorism or, you know, dealing in the black market. Which which, at least it doesn't always lead to that, but it's, it's best that it does because as long as you are dealing with the state's money, the state will have some kind of way of finding you. They will have some way of figuring out, Hey, you're, you're not paying your taxes. How dare you? Which is, yeah, so which is why you have people comes, who have to do money laundering. Yeah, and that's where you know things like cryptocurrency comes into when it comes to things like money laundering or just outright getting paid. Like the government can't track it, and that's why they hate it so much is they can't – like it makes tax evasion phenomenally easier. If you're getting paid strictly in Bitcoin, then the government can't do much. Like they don't have access only, to your wallet. They don't know that your wallet is owned by you. They don't know any of this. I only take my payments in uh, Dogecoin, by the way. If, if you want to pay me, I, I take Dogecoin. And I want to get I want to get hand drops coin in the back alley for five Dogecoin. I, <laughs> I want to get Shrek coin kicked off. That's my shit. Yes. Even though Shrek but, um, is Drek, but uh, so. There, there are many ways that you can uh, go about agorism. Simply, you know, from working under the table or uh, investing in cryptocurrency and making that a large or even primary, you know, means of payment and receiving payment, and also participating in the black market because Which, the black um, market is inherently tax-free. On the idea of a. Uh getting into cryptocurrencies and so on. I would also strongly advocate being careful with your wallet. There are various wallets that have all kinds of, uh, let's for lack of a better term, taxes. (laughs) It's, it's an extortion fee. It's a use fee. Um, and they vary wallet to wallet. Um, I think that's kind of fucking gay. Uh, but there are different ones that will try and take a small cut of what is yours and, they they have no right to it. That's stupid. Yeah, that's their shit. Yeah, but I mean, I I get the appeal of you know getting money just by taking it from others. I get that, but it's immoral and wrong. Yeah, it definitely is. And avoid those if you can. Yeah. Um, ooh, and a fun fun one on uh, solely not necessarily black market business, but gray market at the least. The 
graphic designer I'm working with to get you fuckers some shirts made, which, by the way, it's going swimmingly. Um, they actually only take crypto. Um, I don't have enough. I don't have enough of their preferred currency to pay for the image outright just yet, and I actually have to negotiate using USD to get it. That's that's fun. That's good business, right? You would have to negotiate to take Bitcoin, but you have to negotiate to take USD. That's I like it. I like them. I mean, it's harder to pay them, but I like them. Good business. <laughs> well, that's the thing is I'd like to see crypto spread to the point where it becomes just as easy as using fiat. Like, you know, oh, no, it becomes the, easier. Yeah. Like get rid of the obscene, you know, use fees and transaction fees and actually get to the point where enough people are being, are like, you know, Hey, like crypto is becoming a real thing. People are using this for payment a lot. So let's, you know, get a wallet so that we can actually accept payment this way. Like I would love to see it go that direction. Yeah. It'd be nice. And if it, uh, if it becomes that big, if it becomes that frequently circulated, people wouldn't have to worry about transaction fees, uh, per usage because they could, they could just as easily do something else for business and expect just as much Bitcoin coming in. Yeah. Well, you know, assuming that their business is worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your business be worth a damn before you actually get money, but. Or hell, they could even just play the, uh, they could play the monetary markets and just uh, trade on different exchange rates to try and make profits off of that. I used to do that when I was in Korea, I would, uh, I would trade USD and one back and forth and usually make a couple bucks profit out of it. There you go. It's, well, that's it's a good what, that's way to a, make extra money. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people have done with cryptocurrency is, you know, using it as more of a stock than a currency. And yeah. ultimately, that is what caused, like, the super skyrocketed value and the collapse. But it's stabilized, as we knew it would, as the hype dies down and, you know, the, uh, the, the fear-mongering goes away. You know, it was actually able to stabilize. And it's yeah. actually been slowly climbing on its own. But it's a beautiful thing. It's nice to see. That's what a lot of people were doing. They were they were hodling and not actually using it as a currency. Yeah. You have to wait until people are able to take value in again. Imagine that it has value again because all value is imaginary. And at the time, the imagination was running rampant and people thought that it was, you know, it's a bubble. It's going to burst. It's going to burst. And, and therefore it did. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really say it burst. That would be like it becomes worthless. But it definitely, it definitely it's took a definitely hit. Definitely not worthless. I mean, like it did take a hit. It took a dive, but it is is coming back. Like I mean, right now, one Bitcoin is worth ten thousand sixty-two dollars. So yeah, like, and that's and it crashed down to like twenty-five hundred or three thousand dollars per Bitcoin from the twenty-one thousand dollar peak. So, I mean, it maintained pretty up and down trends. Like it goes really high. It goes really low. The only thing changing is the intervals between these changes. Like it'll stay higher longer and then it goes lower longer and so on and so forth. So that it has a little more stability to it. Sooner or later, these intervals are going to get like years long instead of weeks or months long. Exactly. 
But and um, once that happens, once it stabilizes, crypto will become a much more useful, uh, you know, much more useful currency for people to actually use in place of fiat. Ideally, but uh, here's hoping. So, <laughs> moving on with general resistance, uh, once you have eliminated yourself from the government's economy because that's that's their means of control as long as you're in their economy they will tax you uh for profit now yes i don't i don't know if that's really profit but it's definitely revenue <laughs> but, yeah uh, i think revenue is a better term yeah yeah but they will as long as you participate in their economy you are a part of their revenue so start off with removing yourself from that economy means of taxation and tax fraud to do yeah it's crime fuck cares it's not hurting anybody it's not real crime it's just breaking the rules the government put forth you don't have to do everything master says a, vic- a victimless crime is not actually a crime exactly but uh it's they try and label it a crime to shame you and make you feel bad about doing things that you really should be doing and actually and you know use that as a way to point towards you and say look at this you know scum of the earth and have all the other statists you know cheer and support why should all of you have to be poor while he gets to be rich through not paying his taxes he owes taxes yeah that's that's what kills me is um when people say like hey churches should be taxed i'm just like how about instead of you know saying hey they should be taxed like the rest of us maybe we should start saying hey we shouldn't be taxed just like them Exactly. Nobody fucking gets that. Well, and it, it, it's the same with neocons and fake ANCAPs, the ones that, you know, are upset about illegal immigrants because, well, if I pay taxes, they should have to pay taxes too. Like, no, like, actually ascribe to, or like, aspire to um, be like them, to move don't, yourself towards not paying taxes. Don't try to bring other people down. Try to bring yourself up. If they don't have to pay taxes, why do you? Exactly. There's, there's literally over six and a half billion people in this world that don't pay American taxes. I mean, most of them do pay a tax, but not American taxes. So why should you have to pay American taxes? Exactly. Nobody should have to. Exactly. Bunch of fucking bullshit. But remove yourself. But- remove yourself from this whole tax pyramid scheme thing it's it's not working if it yeah. was working if it was working the government wouldn't have landed themselves over 30 trillion dollars in debt yeah and the uh the rate of was it 30 is jumping um was it 30 or was sure it where? three i'm I don't not sure know. where we're it's, at. it's it's definitely not three it's a lot higher than that it's there's there's so much debt they're spending money they don't have and they're trying to take it from people who don't owe it like if taxes if taxes worked there wouldn't be a national debt 22 trillion trillion. yep oh damn that's still a lot that's still a lot of money that nobody has yeah yeah it's it's an obscenely high amount and that's the thing about the government is they're extremely inefficient with their spending like they they spend far, far more than what they actually take in. They definitely spend more than they actually make. They don't make any of that money. Exactly. They don't do anything to make a dime. All they do is take it from you. 
I mean, they do they do pay my track and pay my roads. Oh, you mean the uh, the private corporations that are paid to do that with stolen money? <laughs> But, I mean, they do pick up my trash and pave my roads. I don't know. Sounds like waste management is uh, the one picking up your trash. And various yeah, contracting well, businesses are the ones paving your roads. <laughs> well, they 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 cite uh, illegal speeders and people not wearing their seatbelts. Oh, you mean people they are, are committing victimless crimes. <laughs> it, they, the, it's victimless a danger to my society. Oh, my society. It's a preemptive strike. (laughs) But a good way to remove yourself and, you know, actually get yourself out of the tax system, which property taxes makes it a little uh, complicated, but getting uh, out of the tax system and better participating in black markets is by, you know, living off the grid. It's actually getting out of society which it's not for everybody but there are a lot of people that are that really really want to do that and it is possible it just takes a lot of work but you know basically moving yourself out of society and like homesteading living on your own building your own little community yeah i mean it definitely it is it is definitely a lot of work um especially if you plan on having more and more uh creature comforts like you can live off the grid pretty cheap and easy but if not you, if you want, yeah not comfortably if you want any of the basic creature comforts that's when things get complicated um yeah i mean you don't have to worry about trash pickup you can just have a bonfire fuck it but if you want say indoor plumbing you're gonna have to come up with a means of water you'll have to dig a well uh if you want to drink that water you'll have to filter it and purify it and so on uh, it's it's not not impossible, but it's a little more work than the average person is ready well, to handle. And that's that's what it, this is really kind of boils down to when it comes to why don't people really take a stand? And a lot of people really are just sheep. Like you know, they believe everything the government says, and they think that they're these like politicians or these benevolent creatures that are just have your best interest in mind. There are people like that, but I feel like the majority of people it comes from a place of not wanting to remove themselves from their place of comfort. They become like they're, they're uh, too complacent. Com- yes. They're very complacent. They like, yeah, the chains are tight, but they're not too tight. And you know, they keep me from falling over the edge. Yeah. The edge that they're, you know, dangling, dangling you over. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's, it's definitely more work than the average person is ready to handle. Um, but I can, I can tell you as someone who was working a garden at five years old, or at least I remember working garden at five years old because I don't have any, I don't have a lot of memories earlier than that, (laughs) but, uh, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. But I was doing it as a fucking child. It's not that memory as a child is picking a nice firm cucumber out the garden, putting it in my butt. Well, I mean, that's how you test it for ripeness. You're right. You're right. If it's if it squishes, it's overripe. If it hurts, it's uh, not ripe enough. <laughs> it's it, this is get, farming really tips for when you it. guys start. Uh, this is when you guys start living off the grid. This this is our farming tips. You check the ripeness of cucumbers with your ass. Yes. Yes. Jury's still out on whether or not you should do it with carrots and or potatoes. 
Definitely don't do it with watermelon. Unless you're a very experienced farmer. Yeah. But the great part <laughs> about off-grid living, you know, is when people remove themselves from their comfort zone like that, and, and you know, in their ass. yes, they uh, they start they start basically taking the responsibility that they put on the government out of their hands and taking it into their own hands, and it's a big matter of just personal responsibility. You know, you're looking after yourself, you're looking after your fellow man. And ultimately, you're taking care of yourself instead of relying on someone else to do it with someone else's money. And it doesn't all have to be done alone. Just because no. you're going to go live off grid, it doesn't mean at all that you have to do it alone. Like, even my family, we didn't do it alone. We had each other, and we had farmers, not even necessarily local ways. They were a good drive out, but we had other farmers that helped out like we had resources we had people and mm-hmm. having having these resources can really help you out um so for off-grid living you know if doing a farm is what you want to do do that if you if you would rather plant farm then just find a means of buying from people who did start a farm mm-hmm. i mean unless farming is your fit I mean, you know, tankies that would be all over that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, by, by that point, you've already gotten yourself involved, assuming, you know, we're, we're playing to our plan here. You've already gotten yourself involved in solely crypto economies. So you're, you're already pretty well invested in, in another economy. Mm-hmm. you probably know people that can help you out with resources. Like by that point, you have to know people because you're not, you can't just get into Bitcoin and expect it to solve everything. It has to stay circulating. It has to stay uh, functioning. So you're probably going to know people here and there. I would suggest uh, hold on to those relationships and develop them, build friendships, which is only beneficial to free people. You have to have your resources. You have to have your people. Um, so then whatever you end up not providing for yourself, someone else probably provides it and you need to have a means of negotiating a cut with them. So if Good you want corn, bartering. Yeah. If you want corn and you're not growing it, find a guy who is growing it and offer to pay him crypto for it. Or if you have a pig that he wants, you can really just go to the old system of bartering. And I'll give you a pig for your corn. Ha ha, my pig took all of your corn, and now none of us have corn. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on you. I don't have a pig. That's my son in a Halloween costume. You've been bamboozled. (laughs) Pig boy wins again. Screams the five-year-old child in a pig costume. <laughs> oh yeah, but so uh, really, when it the- like uh, back on topic, uh, out of you know, outside of shoving watermelons up your ass and dressing your child up as a pig so that he can steal the farmer's corn. Um, when it comes to actually you know doing all of these things, the government does not like it. 
And what does the government do when it doesn't like something? It usually they attacks it. Oh. I was going to say that they beg you to comply with them and offer you candy if you do. <laughs> if only. They wouldn't be such a <laughs> if big you sign the speeding ticket, I'll give you some fun dip. Oh, damn. I'd probably sign that fucking speeding ticket. Fun dip's fucking good, right? Love but, me some fun dip. Joke's on them. Yeah. I can't pay it. I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of corn, though. <laughs> so much that corn. my pig boy stole. <laughs> can't pay speeding tickets in stolen corn not with that attitude (laughs) but you're going to more than likely be met by violence it's rare I mean the Amish have managed to do it but when you actually start building up then you're like well the thing is I'm sitting here debating with myself in my head as I speak you have the Amish on on one hand who have managed to go off the grid very well and the government doesn't really fuck with them. But then you also have issues like Ruby Ridge, where a single family tries to go off the grid, and then they entrap him and kill his family. Like, Well, there was also, I guess it just there was also that article. on what kind of hair is up the fucking government's ass. There was also that article we covered uh, last week on Anjo with that older woman who's like 106, has lived mm-hmm. in the same house since 1943, and just was back on her... Uh, property taxes she hadn't paid property taxes in i don't know how long but long enough to accrue some twelve thousand dollars yeah or no it was just a year it was a year because um, she owed 12 and the uh like her i think like the average property tax for her home would like in homes that size would have been like nine to 12 or nine to 13 or something i think it was just a year i think it was the uh, either 2017 to 2018 or 2018 to 2019 just a year. And, and you know, that that really just speaks volume to how much the government does not care. Because I can promise you, every single person who was looking to collect her taxes was significantly younger than her. Mm-hmm. She, is, she is an old woman. She is frail. She literally has dementia and has not been uh, fully functional under her own power for a while now. And yeah, she's 106. Right? And they're Probably like, hey, pay hey, your property taxes. <laughs> trying to come at her and well, say she owes property tax like fucking really like you're gonna go rob a frail demented old woman what is what is your problem well, that's the problem is the government doesn't care like they don't view people as humans they view them as cash cows as a means of revenue generation they view them as food <laughs> eat the poor exactly there's more poor than there are rich so it's not like you're gonna starve <laughs> Especially when you're but, taking all of their money first to make sure everyone is poor. Yeah. But um, chances are when you jump into these things, like the government may respond with violence, especially if they tell you to stop doing something and you don't, or if you're doing something that they inherently don't like, like growing marijuana for whatever reason it may be. Maybe your It's a local, cash crop, damn it. Maybe your local alchemist needs it for their healing potions, or maybe you're selling it for, for money, like a cash crop. The government's not going to like it. They're going to want their peace, their take, their tax, their everything. So they are going to initiate violence to gonna try start, and make you it's stop. Gonna start with just, it's just going to start with just the, uh, the threat of violence and the initiation of force. But 
if you're not a little bitch, it will turn into straight up violence. And yes. that is something we that's something we all need to be aware of and be comfortable with, which mm-hmm. I am I am quite comfortable with violence. Please, yes. The government will not leave you alone. They because won't. if they, they if they let you break away like that, it sets an example and they don't want other people doing that. <laughs> yeah. They try they try to keep that kind of stuff out of the media for sure. There's actually um I did some looking around on various forums. There's actually a lot more people already uh, exempting themselves from taxation and there's no talk about this. I saw one person who has filed uh, federal tax exempt and state tax exempt for the last 17 years and has had no issue. Mm-hmm. It like, would be an issue once enough people started doing it. Cause like right now oh, they yeah. don't want to like shine a light on it. Like, like, Hey, look guys, look at what you can do. <laughs> yeah. But definitely everyone should start doing it. Because yeah. think, think, if we all stop paying taxes, then the IRS is also getting paid less. People wouldn't want to work for the IRS anymore if they're not getting paid anymore. So then their number one resource for at least trying to figure out who, who to steal money from, that source is going to – there will still be cops, yeah, but they're not getting paid either. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do you see the trend here? If you stop paying the government, the government stops getting paid. Yeah, it wouldn't take long for the collapse. Not at or all. Or at least martial law. <laughs> but, um, uh, please kill me. Uh, yes. Yeah, a big part of it is, you know, coming together as a community. You know, being able to communicate and coordinate with each other to be able to defend one another because... It's very, very effective. I mean, during the recent ice raids, and this has happened quite a few times, like when communities band together to protect these people, then it kind of just stops the government in its tracks. Because what a lot of people seem to forget a lot of the time, there are a lot more of us than there are them. There are far many more of us. Yeah. And if enough of us stand, take a stand to protect one another, there's not a whole lot they can do. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know if any of you guys saw the movie Ants, but basically that on human scale. <laughs> yeah. Come Goes. together right now over me. Sha yes. dun But actually, that's what yeah. he, he actually whispers. Uh, shoot me. <laughs> but <laughs> a man after own heart. But. Right. There it is. There we go. I hear Whew. you. Yeah. Boy, I am so goddamn lonely. <laughs> nothing going on on in Atlanta? Yeah, nothing. Like I'm I I I literally sat in my hotel room naked for like an hour earlier just because I could. I know I'm not <laughs> going anywhere and there's no one coming in. I may as well sit around naked. So, yeah, that's basically what it's all about, is being able to remove yourself from the tax system, to be able to defund the government, to be able to participate in black markets, and to be able to work under the table to get out of the umbrella of restrictions and regulations, to be able to further defund and undermine the government. It's about being able to break away from the current society to be able to form your own community with your own natural law, with your own people, 
where you don't infringe on one another and instead through the community through the communication the coordination the the combined effort to protect each other and defend one another and your mutual interests it's all about coming together taking on your own personal responsibility and being willing to defend what you create with violence if necessary yeah i can't put enough stress on that part right there with violence if necessary um yes I'm not definitely... just outright with violence if it can be resolved peacefully please go that avenue yes just uh there's there's no way of resolving anything peacefully with the police so if you want to jump straight to shooting them i mean it's not like you would get out alive that. if you don't <laughs> i would recommend hey. being the first to shoot don't be han solo don't shoot first like yeah you want to be painted in you want to be the one that was aggressed, not the aggressor. Because if you're the, the clear aggressor in the situation, then they will very easily paint you in a negative light. It's just there's a lot of people that would say that they will escalate things to violence with the, with the police. And the most they'll do is, like, yeah, you can pull a gun. And, yeah, that looks, that looks hard ass. But until you squeeze that trigger, you're not doing anything. You're getting yourself killed, and that's it. Anytime, anytime go into an altercation with the police you can expect 100% that there's no such thing as a law so trivial that the police would not kill you to enforce it exactly like they will kill you over any law so stop you friend in their mind you have already broken some kind of law like whether whether or not you have or have and even if you know you haven't they don't know that they see you as a lawbreaker and they are ready to kill you so you are nothing but criminal scum. Exactly. You should have just paid the fine. <laughs> <laughs> now pay with your blood. But be ready. Whenever the cops try to stop you and give you some hassle, be ready. They they're ready to escalate it to violence, and you need to be comfortable with that. You need to be comfortable with the escalation to violence, and you need to be ready to respond appropriately. And yes, that is with violence. You need yes. to be ready to shoot a cop. And it will be in defense because they're going to be the ones starting shit. Yes. Like, don't be afraid to defend yourself because they're not afraid of killing you. Even if you don't defend yourself, they might for get them, out here and kill you anyways. For them, worst case scenario, they'll get like a week or two paid vacation and that's it. Mm-hmm. They might they might even get fired and then rehired in another jurisdiction. But they they have a lot less to lose than you. Well, that's the great part about cops is, you know, they get fired somewhere, they just move somewhere else. It's bullshit. So the, so the biggest... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so know what you're up against going into everything and be ready to adequately defend yourself, your creation, and your community. Yeah, big factor here all of these other things, while they all sound great and beautiful and fun and harmonious, they're not achievable without at least acknowledging the threat of violence. Yes. Like, we don't need a violent revolution, but you do need violent resistance. You need to be able to defend yourself with violence. Uh, kind of key quote being, give me liberty or give me death. Yep. Definitely a good one to follow. Definitely. Like, be ready to defend yourself with violence to the death. If what you 
love is not worth dying for, it's not worth living for either. Very, yeah, very true. But I believe that all in all wraps up this episode, this fucky episode of Down the Rabbit Hole. <laughs> we had a cut before we started. Yeah, before we started and right when we were getting close to the end. Y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. It's been a hard <laughs> time. But this coming week in Anjo will be normal business as usual because James will be back. And yes. then provided they don't decide to send him somewhere else for another week of training, then next week's down the rabbit hole should be normal again. Which I can say so far, it doesn't look like I'm going anywhere for a while. Until so, you go to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I found out a bit more on the dates on that. Uh, I don't know anything for certain yet, so I'm not going to say anything and get it up in the air because I'd hate to have a change and then be a liar. But so far, so far, I look like I'm clear for a while. So the show is expected to run normally. Well, God. fuck yeah, because I don't like this long distance shit. I, I can't stand it. I can't do the show without my hand down your pants. I know it makes it so much more difficult to have to put my own hand down my pants. And it's just not the same. It's not. It's like I tried weird. sitting on my hand like to make it go numb, you know, do the whole stranger thing. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Oh, also, I have been talking up uh, different different people in the communities, and I'm trying to get some interviews organized so we can have a thing with whoever the fuck. So you guys be on the lookout for that. We may have interviews coming up soon. That would be pretty neat if we could. Yeah. So anyhow, I guess we'll, uh, we'll wrap this episode up, and we'll see you lovely fuckers uh, this weekend. Fuck yeah. So have a good rest of the week, a good rest of your hump day, and don't get yourselves killed. Yes, don't die. We need we need the audience. Don't die. <laughs> you, you give our, our, our existence meaning. Don't leave. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Take it easy, guys. Don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs>